Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hey, Nay. <laughs> What's going on? How are you? We weren't. I'm not. No, we're not talking what? about that anymore. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not asking you how you are because <laughs> you already did that. Remember? No. Yes, in the podcast we talked about how stupid it is. Oh. And say, hey, how's it going? How's how it going? You? After we've sat here for thirty minutes, <laughs> right? It seems stupid to us, but maybe like to people who are listening, they don't know we've been here for 30 minutes, Nay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, y'all. We need some help. Oh. Actually, we need a director. Does somebody, Is there such a thing? I don't know. Is there a director of podcasting out there? <laughs> we need it. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of got... I guess, I guess, I guess we just need to, you know, if when we start losing followers, then we can maybe make a change. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't anybody out there right. unfollow. unfollow us. Please, please don't. Right. We need all the followers we can get. Right. Wow. Hey. That's, that's funny. Well, we always <laughs> say we're not, not professional, professional podcasters. podcasters. <laughs> right. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, well. If they only knew how we just stumbled across how to do it. Like, it literally was that. We were... we were. Oh, we stumbled in a <laughs> big, fat way. It was literally, God was like, push that. Yeah. Push this. Yeah. Bam. Right. <laughs> because we... It was weeks. Wasn't it months? We were trying to figure out oh, how to Oh, it was record. at least a couple months. And we were trying to figure it out. And we're like, this has got to be easy. Right. We watched if there was YouTube, an app... Yeah, we watched tons of YouTube we did. clips. Yeah. Still couldn't figure it out. And we're like, okay, if there is an app, <laughs> surely all you have to do is press a button. We just download the app. We <laughs> press the button. That's why we always say, okay, I'm pressing the button. <laughs> Right. Oh my goodness. And it took it us forever. <laughs> because neither one of us are techie people. No. I mean, we're dangerous with these little bitty microphones that we're even right. using. Right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm lucky to plug it into the phone. Yeah, thank goodness you did it this time. Right. And we're always on a time crunch when we do we these recordings. We are. I know. Speaking of uh, time crunch, let's just let's just cut to the should chase. We should we dive in? Yes. Yeah. What do you want to? What well, do you want to talk about? Well, you know, I uh, I was talking to you because I had a client um, that I'm figuring out that there's people out there in their mid twenties, thirties. Um, even 40s, yeah, I guess. I've had older. Yeah. Um, that are trying to figure out their purpose in life. Right. And what their mission is. Like, what is, what's God's mission on their life? Yeah. You know? And then I think you said you had a couple of clients with the same thing. Right. A couple. 
and um, what you what we see as the same in all of them is that they feel like something is missing right and so it's sad that well I mean I lived many years not knowing what my purpose was Girl, my I real purpose because then I finally asked myself can I do the secular job I was in? I yeah. was like, can I do this another 20 years? And I was like, no. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No way. Hey, I had to have a conversation with the Lord when Taylor went into middle school because I was early 40s, I guess. Couldn't be room mom anymore. Couldn't, you know couldn't go up and eat lunch with her anymore at school so I'm like okay Lord you're gonna have to tell me what my purpose is in life like I gotta I gotta start doing something here so that when she gets out of high school and she's moved on to college what like Lord I know you have a purpose and a plan for me right like it was my purpose was to you know be her mom and I had the the blessing of being able to stay home with her yeah. while my husband traveled and you know I was able to do that from grades you know well preschool grade school middle school um, that's a good point that you just said to look at it that way because some people think well gosh I put my whole identity in my being a stay-at-home mom but really that was just your purpose for that season yeah, for the season. Like, I was talking to another client that <clears throat> she um, doesn't want to accept that she's divorced. And I'm like, you, you're you're heading into a whole new season. Yes. Like, it should be, look, don't look at it as negatively as now you, you're labeled. That's over. Like, this yeah. is a label. Like, you had a purpose there during that time to be a wife and a mother. But and the journey continues. Yeah. And so, like, your purpose can always change. Yes. God can always yes. change your purpose because I was even thinking this morning about how we started a couple of years ago Live in Harmony ministry. Right. And how we were trying to figure out where else God wanted to use us besides in here. Right. And we started doing like speeches or I guess speaking talk, speaking uh -huh. events, but that was not comfortable for us. It wasn't. Like we we figured out and I think we figured it out quickly. Yeah. That we we cannot go out and be on a stage and no. speak. No. But we cannot do that for some reason, but we are perfectly comfortable doing this, doing you know, speaking to smaller groups. Right. But yeah, that standing on like a stage where we were people were out in the audience was so uncomfortable for us and yeah what was freeing is to realize that God isn't gonna make you do something that so brings such anxiety and was miserable I mean I would get anxious oh yeah <laughs> yeah I was like I do not enjoy this and so it was a stepping stone though because we were being obedient we so were you look at the whole thing of it mm -hmm. the whole process of it and we were just stepping out of obedience and sometimes you have to do things that you're like oh that's totally uncomfortable yeah that's well i it. think the lord like takes you through those things and 
he allows you to be uncomfortable or it doesn't work how you thought for a reason yeah um and i think i think that was good for us to walk through that to figure out because right. we started that ministry it's still out there we don't we don't know you know um we love the name we do of course <laughs> um i was thinking about that what what we could what god wants us to do with that but but i feel like it was a good stepping process to get to like this podcast because well yeah because remember we did and i think we mentioned this maybe last week or a couple of weeks ago about how we maybe we mentioned it for uh the 50th podcast but how we started in covid mm -hmm. at the church where you know they weren't having in-person church so they were doing uh right. visual recordings mm -hmm. and we would just it would just be you and me right you know talking about right. something and then we're like wait a minute how can we do a podcast with this yeah because that was that wasn't uncomfortable no and then this is like flow so easy so i just want to reassure people that when god has a purpose and plan for you he's equipping you and yeah so and you may have to be you may have to be taken through steps yeah. to get to the final purpose right and it, and that final purpose may look totally different than the steps that you're taking right you know and it's building your character oh it's and building equipping you for that yeah and, and like i always tell people your your purpose is going to be something god instilled in you that you enjoy doing that and it comes almost, easy yes it's almost like think about if you're trying to figure out what your purpose is Where's your passion? What, yeah, what comes easy to you that you're like, it? you don't even think about it. It's like, it, it came so easy and flowed so easy that somebody else might look at that as like completely difficult and you're looking at it as, that wasn't a big deal. Like, what's, right. what's the big deal? Right. It? It's because God made you that way. Yes. Well, it's just like in you. people who actually go speak at these big events and stuff and they have no problem doing that right where we quickly figured out like we yeah. talk to people every single day why wouldn't we be able to do that right like what 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 is wrong with us yeah. that we can't do that in front of you know a larger crowd but no we but can't. No. <laughs> no we cannot do that we don't no. do it well and we realize that but I think we had to go through that to, you know, yeah. to understand that and to understand, you know, where the Lord did want us to be. Right. So. And it was almost a relief when we figured that out. It was such a load off my shoulders. It was. <laughs> I mean, the, the total preparation and the hours that it took to oh, prepare yeah. what you're going to speak. I mean, it took hours. And then we'd have to kind of rehearse it. Yeah. That's why we literally tell you guys, this is totally unscripted. Like, yeah. we're not reading off a piece of paper. We aren't. What we're going to talk about, but no. we totally relied. I feel like we rely on God more with this than we do. That, because we aren't the type where we could stand before an audience and just, I guess, in a sense, okay, Lord, give me the words and wing it. 
Yeah. But there are some pastors that have like, okay, God put this on my heart, and then they just start talking. I think that yeah. is... That's a wonderful gift. And it's kind of like what we're doing right here. Yeah. It's like what's on our heart. This is our. This is a better yeah. platform for us, for sure. And this could be for anybody if you search for what yeah. your purpose is. Listen, you know, part of my story is I, okay, I have not told like a lot of people this because, um, I think people would say, oh my gosh, why did you stick to it that long? But as I've told you, it took me 14 years, 14 years to finish my bachelor's degree. Wow. Long yeah. time. Because I had to work full time. Yeah. Well, the problem was is I started at one college or one university. I did two solid years there, mm. then came over here to Missouri went to a smaller college and my credits didn't transfer. So I basically had to start all oh, over. No. So then at that point, I was starting all over gen eds and everything. Ew. Yeah. But I had to work full time. Mm -hmm. So I was just taking one class a semester. Mm -hmm. And it was long and, and I thought I wanted to be I thought I wanted to be in marketing. And so my bachelor's is in marketing. And the closer I got to finishing, the more I knew I didn't want to do marketing. Wow. Yeah. Ew. Right. But kind of after that is when, when um, you know, I... You know, I always hate to say I found Christ because he wasn't lost. Okay, yeah. I was the one. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then I, I did. I mean, I the Lord came into my life and, you know, things changed. and mm -hmm. Yeah, but I had to go through that for 14 years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. Your eyes are getting big. Yeah, so it's like how can we help people avoid that? Oh, yeah. I mean... Don't take one class a semester <laughs> while you're working full time <laughs> right. trying to raise a baby. Yeah, right. don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's part of my story. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's just, there was something to learn in those 14 years by yeah. far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, I was uh, also reading in the book of Job and I just think Job is a, it's a really good story. You know, I think people think sometimes, wow, God did Job bad. Yeah. Yeah, God allowed, God allowed some things to happen to Job. But the thing about it is, is, um, and I wrote this down. I wrote this question down. Why did God allow this to happen to Job? All those bad things, you know, mm -hmm. all his wealth was taken away, his, his family, animals, his Killed. family. Oh. And then he had three nasty friends. Yeah. Then he had a nagging wife. Right. I mean, all of that alone. stuff. Then his That's health. Like my worst nightmare. Yeah. His He's health. It was just bad for him. Yeah. So why did why did God allow this to happen to Job? And then I wrote down that God likes to find people who are faithful. 
Job was faithful. Mm-hmm. And I think even in the search for our purpose or our mission in life, like it's important for us to remain faithful to the Lord. Right. Because honestly, he's he already knows what you're going to do yeah. and where you're going to end up. And look at what a story it is for us. Yeah. In all different ways. We could look at it and say... Um, well, I didn't have it as bad as Job. Yeah. You know, or you can look at it as like, wow, I feel like Job. Yeah. But he, he but the outcome, the end result mm-hmm. is that was restoration. Ju- yeah. So restoration and plus some because because God he um let's see. It says now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his mm-hmm. beginning. For he for he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters. Mm-hmm. Right. He like, um, he, he totally to restored it. Yeah. He got to see his children and grandchildren for four generations. Wow. That's amazing. And, yeah. you know, I also think that if there weren't temptation and evil in this world, and that's that's what Job, he experienced because Satan came in and just, you know, Satan told God that Job wasn't going to be faithful to him. Right. You know, but I think that if there weren't the temptation and the evil, then we wouldn't truly understand mm-hmm. salvation. Mm-hmm truly understand salvation right but i just i love this i love this story because it's a forgiveness i mean job had to forgive those those people in his life Mm -hmm. um of being faithful restoration healing recovery repentance right so how did you tie in this story to thinking about purpose and mission where did that start clicking for you? Well, like I started thinking, um, there's this part in our Bibles. Um, it says, we may not understand why we go through trials and suffering, but by trusting in who God is, in his love, righteousness, and power, we can say with Job, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And so I just got to thinking, you know, there's so many people that are wondering what is their purpose and they're going through these afflictions and and sufferings and, you know, they may be in a job that they just can't catch a break and can't get moved up in the job or, you know, things just aren't going well. But I think it, it starts with you have to trust God mm-hmm. for one. You know, but then also um, we have to remember that God knows who we are. It says he knows what you can handle and will not allow you to be tested beyond what you can endure. So then I just started thinking, you know, people are trying to figure out like what is what is their purpose? What is their purpose on this earth? Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, I always say it, it goes back to, well, you're never going to know your purpose 
unless you know God. Right. You're never going to know your purpose or the will that the Father has for you unless you're in the Word. And it's almost another way of saying that is, is if you want to know your purpose, go to the Creator that yes. made you and yeah. simply ask Him, Creator, Lord, Father, what, what am I my, here for? What is your will for my life? And that was a prayer I had to pray, and it seems like I prayed it for years more. Yeah. Like, Lord, what is your will? A lot of times we'll hear it as, what's my will for my life? It's not your will. It's no. God's will. So yeah. you have to pray, God, what is your will for yeah. my life? And you go to the Creator. Right. You go to the Creator. You he, ask. He has the answer. You ask. Because He created you. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know... You you have to you have to be in the Word and you have to understand who Jesus is too. You know, for to understand what were you created for. But on another level, I think you know you have to ask yourself, what are you doing? What are you doing on this earth that is going to make a difference? Right. Because don't you think we all want to be on this earth to make a difference? Like to leave our our thumbprint somewhere like a legacy that we talked about before yeah in our women's group because i always think about this you know i hope that i um through counseling through the friendships that i have that there's something in me that the lord wants other people to to know yeah you know and i, I think we all feel like that 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 if the Lord has a purpose um, and a place for us, and He does, He does, because His Word says He does. So, yeah, so we gotta we gotta, gotta investigate that, that mm -hmm. and we have to figure that out. Yeah. So I guess that's the first thing: is do you believe the Word of God mm -hmm. that He has designed you and made a purpose for your plant for your life before you were even formed? Do you believe that God well, has a purpose for you? Yeah, because on this other part um, in the book of Job, um, in our Bibles, it says, Faith is the confidence of things not seen. And Job's circumstances made it appear that either Job had sinned or God was unjust. Neither conclusion was accurate, and faith brought Job through his trials enduring patiently to the end he learned god's sustaining grace and experienced god's merciful restoration and it also says that you have to believe god is for you even in the midst of intense trials and sometimes you have to go and i'm a testimony to this i had to go through intense through intense trials and tribulations to get to my purpose like to have my purpose be revealed yes. and lived out, yeah, I had to go through those. Yes. And so sometimes um, you may look at that as part of equipping. Look at your trial as the Lord is equipping me, and I'm, that's an opportunity to strengthen your faith. Yeah, versus sitting in the muck of it all. Right. And, and you know, being in the you know, having a pity party as to why all these things, all these bad things are happening to me. I think you have to look at it as the Lord is walking you through experiences because he knows the bigger picture of your life that you don't even know. Mm -hmm. 
and and he will reveal the purpose of all those experiences I clearly can see that in my life mm -hmm. I clearly can see that I had to go through certain things in my life to bring me to this point in my life I think a lot of people can say that that are um, working for the Lord and found their mission that God had for them that they had to go through certain trials mm -hmm. came out on the other end and God turned that so then you're looking at that trial in a whole different perspective, aren't you? You do. You're yeah. not looking at it as like, oh, You're not looking at it as a pity party. You're seeing the blessing in it. Yeah, you're seeing the preparation. Right. The preparation. And another thing I want to just say about mission is your mission and your purpose in life is do not let, do not let, because this, this, is, this can happen. Do not let others pull you away from your purpose and your mission. Yes. People can drag you down. People can tell you, no, you'll never be able to do that. People will, um, you know, they'll kibosh the dream. They'll, you know, they'll just shut it all down. Uh-uh, that's, that's the work of the enemy. And even if you feel like you're at the very bottom and you have to start, Okay, so you've got to start somewhere. God will see you through it. Yes. I always say if you're right in God's will, He's not going to let you fail. Yes. If you're right in God's will. Well, and that's what I want to say too. Like, you have to look at your life and your lifestyle. Like, are you doing something that goes against God? Mm -hmm. Because He's not, he's not going to put things before you if you're not right with him right. if you're not living right mm -hmm. now we all make mistakes yes we do okay we all make mistakes but it's recognizing that mistake and changing mm -hmm. if you think you're at the at the bottom of the barrel okay well what are you doing in the bottle bottom of the barrel mm -hmm. what's your lifestyle like you may have to change your lifestyle. You may have to quit certain things. Mm -hmm. And I think that only comes when you start getting to know who God is. Because yes. Job knew he who did. God was. Yes, he did. And he was able to stay faithful because he reminded himself of the blessings and the promises yes. that God had for him. Because God cannot lie. Right. And so... If you want to know your purpose, the, there's a couple of steps. I mean, first you pray for it. Of course. And then second, you just get to know who God is. Right. It's not, if you have no idea what your purpose is, which I had no idea what mine was. Yeah. And I'm sure you didn't know in the beginning you'd be a counselor. No. no. You thought you were going to be in marketing. Right. It's a on your journey though, God came into your life yeah. and you were then getting to know who, who God he, yeah, is. Yeah. And then he was he was changing your character and your desires. Do you see your desire in the beginning was I'm going to do marketing. I right. enjoy doing that. But that was mine. Right. It was my desire. And he changed Because the I didn't know who heart. the Lord was then. Right. Right. So it's a matter of just like Job, he knew who God was and he stood on that. And he, he trusted. Yes. He trusted the Lord. But if you don't know who God is, you will be lost. Yeah. You will be For lost sure. and not find your purpose or right. mission. You won't find it. And listen, your mission or your purpose in life doesn't have to be, you know, a speaker on a stage. Right. 
It doesn't have to be a pastor behind the pulpit. Mm -hmm. um, if your purpose and your mission is to be the best cook, mm -hmm. um, the best janitor, the best window washer, uh, the it's best... So, it's so weird that you said cook because I'm thinking of a client that that was her... She came in and that we were talking about that. So I asked her, what are you, what are you passionate about? Yeah. What are you so good at that you enjoy yeah. doing? She's like, oh, I love cooking. And I go, why? What does it do for you? And it's, it, she loved making, serving other people and uh -huh. making them see them happy and like, yeah, be able to like make Enjoy. a feast. And she would spend days on that before wow. family would come over and she enjoyed seeing them happy. Yeah. I'm like, that's a servant heart. Yes. You see that? Yes. Like that is something that maybe God wants you to, to continue to use. So yeah. You, and so see, she didn't even think of that because it came so natural. Right. So right. it came so natural to her uh -huh. that you don't even think that that's part of your purpose. But God gives you those things and those traits. He's not going to put you in something that you absolutely dread doing. That's right. not our God. Our God is of love, joy, peace. Right. He wants us to have abundant, right. wonderful lives. He wants us to have joy. Yeah. Why? He's not going to make you do something that you don't enjoy. And that's why as you and I we went through that journey with live in harmony, we're yeah. like, this is not where God wants us. No. It brings us no joy. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was it was relieving to be like, I don't have to do that. Yeah. It was very relieving. Because we know who God is. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Even though it was something see somebody could easily say, Well, it's it's for God's good. It's for we're doing God's work. We have uh -huh. to do it. But it was not bringing us joy or any kind of peace with it. So there that's the God doesn't God and, has somebody else for and that. And were we doing it with excellence? I, I don't know how how could we have done that with excellence if if um, we had no joy. Doing if we it. didn't have any joy or passion right. in that, it's just like when people volunteer at their church. Mm -hmm. Do not do something that you dread doing. Oh That's my not, goodness! If you wake up in the morning and you're supposed to serve. And you're like, oh, and you're like, oh, yeah. I gotta do it again because they need me there. Because no. they need me. No, they don't. They really don't need you or your bad attitude there. Right. That's not where <laughs> God wants you to be. No, not at all. That relieves you. It does from doing something that you don't enjoy because that's not where God. Yeah, wants because you. you're not going to be a blessing to anybody else. Right. No. So it really it doesn't matter where the Lord has you. Even in the minute, because you may have to take those those steps to be in something that you're thinking, well, that's not where I want to land. Mm -hmm. But maybe the Lord has to take you through a couple of those things to prepare you for where you are going to land. Right. You know? But if you continue to pray, Lord, I want to know what your will is for my life. And you just be in the Word, getting to know who He is. I yeah. promise you, yes, He will show you exactly. He's faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful. He will show you exactly mm -hmm. what your purpose and mission is. That will bring you so much satisfaction. Yes, like, hey, I you do. don't need to be a millionaire. It right. it doesn't need. No, that's not that's not what it's about. Because none of that means anything. Yeah. Really, honestly, like what you're saying, what do you want to leave as a legacy? Yeah. 
your money, materialistic all things. All that stuff that goes. It doesn't mean anything. Uh -uh. I do want to, before we leave here, uh, Naomi, I do want to just recommend a book. Um, I read this book years ago, and there's also a teen version of this book too, but it's called The Search for Significance, Seeing Your True Worth Through God's Eyes, and it's by Robert S. McGee. It's M-C, capital G-E-E. -E. So The Search for Significance. Mm. Yeah, it's a good one. Sounds like a good one. Yeah. Well, our time has come to an end for this podcast. Mm -hmm. So, yes. I hope. If any, if anybody has any questions, shoot them to us. Put it in the comments section of the podcast. Yeah, and I hope this gave them. There really are just really two easy steps: mm -hmm. praying, yes, and getting to know who God is. Because yeah, it makes total sense. If you want to know what your purpose is, you go to the Creator who created you. Amen. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.